Um, the Minister of Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs, Dr. Ngosazana Dlamini Zuma, declaring a national state of disaster in accordance with the Disaster Management Act of 2002, Act Number 57. Um, and in the main, it is to prevent the possible progression to a total blackout from occurring and taking into account the possibility to augment existing measures already undertaken by the organs of state to deal with electricity supply constraint. Well, Safra Lunat is a partner and head of energy and natural resources at KPMG, was paying attention to the State of the Nation address yesterday, joins me on the line now. Good morning, Safra, and welcome to the show. Good morning, Africa. Thank you for having me this morning. We were caught by surprise, somewhat, were we not, that the president used the occasion of the State of the Nation address to declare this national state of disaster. I know the ANC Lechotla had shown support for it, but I would have imagined that there would have been other processes followed before such a state was declared. Definitely. I think um, there was always the expectation um, that the state of disaster was coming for electricity because I think the impact on the economy can no longer be ignored. Uh, but to do it in the state of nation really highlights, um, you know, really the dire situation that we find ourselves in. Um, and I think if you look back over the week to the Africa uh, mining endeavor, um, you know, a lot of the um, feedback um, towards government in from the private sector as well um, was around the energy security, and I think it was an area that government could no longer um, ignore. Uh, the Gazette also detailing that the National State of Disaster Declaration will assist and protect the public, will provide relief to the public, will protect property, will prevent uh, combat disruption and deal with the destructive nature and the effects of the disaster. Do we have enough in there, Safra, to understand how it will practically play itself out? Not really. I think it's a bit short on, on detail. Um, I understand, you know, I, I think the, the surprise probably from my side, I'm not sure about everybody else, um, was the dedicated Minister of uh, Electricity. Um, you know, so again, you know, it, it comes back to already we have the um, the difference between uh, the Minister of um, Minerals and Energy as well as Public Enterprises, and now you're adding a third one. So again, it's around that complexity, but to be clear on that, um, so the uh, the president did, um, you know, try and, and separate the two between public enterprises as well as managers of uh, electricity. But again, it's, it's in the detail. So I think we, we have a high level view at this point in time, but I'm sure like everybody else, um, I am on waiting um, for the details to come out. Absolutely, because the uh, Department of Public Enterprises continues to be the shareholder in ESCOM while the Department of Mineral Resources and Energy has impact and influence over Slen, what ESCOM is able or not able to do, including denying them uh, procurement rights for fuel. But then now you have a Minister of Electricity that will be housed and accommodated in the presidency who clearly will be making important decisions that will hopefully get us out of load shedding by year's end. Yes, and I think that that is obviously um, the key, um, both from um, you know a, a normal South African view, but also from a business perspective. Um, because if we don't, I think we we have over the the, the last eighteen months seen the impact on on job losses um, as well as um, security within the country. So I think again, uh, where we were poised, um, you know, for growth um, from an economic perspective, we seem to be going backwards. Um, and again, it, it's definitely not um, where we need to find ourselves in right now.
Um, the president uh, restating, I suppose, the fact that they're going to proceed with the rollout of rooftop um, rooftop solar panels, uh, mm-hmm. saying that in his budget speech, the minister will outline how households will be assisted and how businesses will be able to benefit from a tax incentive. This at the back of the SARS commissioner earlier in the week in a webinar saying uh, the tax revenue going forward is going to be somewhat constrained because one of load shedding, but also cost of living uh, concerns. Yes, and and again, I think it, it comes down to um, scale, right? Um, so as much as we're saying that um, there, there's going to be this this hope um, for for solar, um, I think what you saw um, over probably over the last two years is as um, small businesses and probably middle class households moved onto solar, um, the the cost um, has been escalating, but also there has been a shortage. Um, so I think we, uh, you know, so I think that the step is great in, in terms of, you know, helping um, people to actually provide for themselves. But I think we, we're going to find ourselves is in the question mark of, well, where do we get these solar panels from? Um, is it a South African, um, you know, future view in terms of producing our own? Um, or are we still going to be relying on, on the global market? Um, so I think there's a lot of that. I agree with you. I think in terms of tax revenues, and again, if we look at... Um, you know, the state of, of the disaster, I think that the concern, and I think it's great that, that we're looking after energy security, but then I think the concern comes back in about what about everything else. So if we're putting all our resources, energy, and probably finances into, um, you know, fixing, um, you know, probably uh, a situation that we should have um, focused on a lot, um, a long time ago, again, you know, um, what else are we going to lose or break in this process? Safra, thank you very much indeed for your insights and for talking to us this morning. Safra Lunat is a partner and head of energy and natural resources at KPMG, reflecting in the main in what was the heart of the president's speech during the State of the Nation address yesterday, a declaration of a national state of disaster, an appointment uh, of a minister of electricity, and of course a whole raft of measures, tax incentives uh, incentives and such uh, in response to the energy crisis. The president also focusing on... um, Transnet and uh, the uh, rail infrastructure that is essential for a growing economy, uh, saying that private sector companies will conclude partnerships with Transnet at the Durban and Mocha container terminals to enable a new investment in our ports and improve their uh, efficiencies. The president talked about anti-corruption, more police, government rejig. Um, the presidency and national treasury would, over the next three years, jointly look into rationalizing government departments, he said, the entities and and programs, uh, state-owned SOEs, holdings companies, structure and legislation would be established to better manage these um, often troubled entities. Ramaphosa also talking about roads and dams, including the Mzimvubu water project, um, several decades after its first planning and nine years after the sod turning. Um, Better late than never, he said. I want us, the government, to be agile and move faster. Uh, He reflected on the pledge he uh, made during the 2022 SONA around the social compact and that he was going to achieve that within 100 days, saying that it was missed because of a number of new circumstances emerging that made it difficult. He turned that into uh, a point on how a series of master plans in areas such as clothing, poultry and sugar, as well as other agreements for joint action have been entered into, saying that a number of other compacts have been concluded among social partners. And um, 
uh, he concluded by calling on everyone to work together on the back of actions that he had outlined in his 2023 SONA, saying, I want to call on everyone to do what they can. Because some journeys are better taken together. Let's walk the talk. 702.